Hello and welcome to the Elliot Confidential Podcast. I'm Christopher Elliott and I am joined by Aaron Elliott and Aiden Elliott. Hey guys. Howdy. How are you doing? Been a pretty good week here. Yep. We're in split Croatia again for the second week. And we've kind of gotten into a nice routine here. And guess what? What? <laughs> You're supposed to say what? What? Summer's over. Oh my God. Well, it is. It's kind of like this is traditionally the end of the summer. And everyone is here, here is saying that the summer is over, but it really isn't. Summer, of course, lasts until the middle of September. But everyone is thinking of it as being kind of the end of the summer travel season. So today I'm going to take you guys down to the city center for a really cool tour. And our question of the week, which is, tell us about your best travel experience during the fall, whether you went leaf peeping or you went down to the Caribbean or maybe you just took a staycation. What's your favorite thing that you've done in the fall? And the reason that I'm asking is that I would like to know because we're planning our fall trips now and a lot of people are and we want to know. And also we kind of want something to cheer ourselves up after making that worst vacation rentals video coming soon, by the way, everybody. Oh, yeah. That might be actually linked to this podcast if we get it done soon enough. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'll tell you what, you guys will love the intro, love <laughs> the content, great stories to tell, and uh, there's more videos to come. And the reason why is because you're the editor, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Aiden is quite the accomplished editor. Um, he's studying editing in graduate school, Production. and yeah. he is part of a big community of YouTubers that do editing. So um, yeah. I, I think you'll like his work. I, I sent, I actually sent that intro off to a couple of YouTuber friends. These guys, like they know their way around YouTube. They have 30, 40, 50,000 subscribers. It's a group of people and they loved it. They loved it. And that gives me confidence that the listeners of this podcast, when you guys click on that video and you start watching it, you're going to love it too. Okay. I will link to it. It's on the five worst vacation rental disasters. And I think you are going to like it. I enjoyed making it. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of good Me energy. Too. Let's go into Split. Now, when people think of Croatia, they typically think of Dubrovnik, which is the flashier and more uh, maybe well-preserved of all of the cities. It's a nice coastal city, and we're, we're going to be visiting there soon. But most Americans go to Split. And we live um, on an apartment on a hill. It's not a very um, flashy luxurious apartment by any stretch of the imagination. But every day we walk down into the center of town and that center of town is really amazing. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to take you to a place in the center of town that almost everyone goes to. It is um, the, the city center itself is the former villa of a Roman emperor named Diocletian. And Diocletian is famous for persecuting Christians. He actually basically signed death warrant for all the Christians. And um, so uh, he had a really amazingly cool villa that he built there. And the villa is gone, but you can go into the basement and see what the basement looks like. And it is, there's all kinds of people there. There's a market down there. And there's two wings of the uh, basement that are, that you pay to get into. And we went and visited them. Aaron, describe what the basement was like. Well, the basement is famously used in Game of Thrones. That's one of the... I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the basement, it's really spectacular because it looks really... How can I say? It looks like some ancient development that's still, that's still standing. You know how you go to one of those ancient ruins 
And you're like, oh, if, if only this was still standing, if this were still in its former glory. Well, this is in its former glory. Yeah. And the reason it was so well preserved, this is an interesting story, is... Well, it was very well preserved because it was used as sort of a dumping ground. That's right. <laughs> so you actually couldn't go here if you wanted to a hundred years ago. Wait, so yeah. it was preserved in trash? That's right. They, oh. they dumped all the trash into the basement and that's how it got preserved. Yeah. So you see these beautiful arches down there and uh, there's an art exhibit too now. And, and they used a really uh, very precisely cut limestone uh, bricks. Okay, so so then like if a celebrity's on stage and people start throwing trash at them, that should be probably taken as a it's like, <laughs> oh, we want to keep your beauty. Oh, right, yeah. I don't know about that. Not oh, so sure. Okay. The city of Split itself, though, is, uh, is really fascinating to me because it's just this hodgepodge of different architectures. You know, you have Roman, you have medieval, then you have modern, then you have the Italian influences, because there have been so many places, uh, so many countries actually that have invaded and occupied Croatia. Yes. And you get all that in the center. And then, you, of course, you go out and then you have Croatian architecture. Which oh, is, um, yeah. <laughs> not so. We talked about it last part. Uh, we did, Yugoslav. We did. Yeah. Go back. It's, 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 it's Yugoslav, Yugoslav chic. That's what you would call it. Oh, chic. Right. Yeah. You just add chic to it and it oh, makes it yeah. all better. It always makes it sound better, yeah. Yeah, one of the interesting things about uh, the architecture in the downtown, especially Diocletian's palace, was that it was so popular because of Game of Thrones that a couple years ago, most tours in Split were just because of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Really, and, wow. And now they have that prequel out, so it could become very popular again, but they have a, a Game of Thrones museum. And then they have yeah. the, the cellars and then also these churches. And ironically, Diocletian, he didn't like Christians, but then he had a mausoleum. And uh, when, when the Christians took over, they removed Diocletian's body. They didn't like him very much, of course. And they replaced him, his body with two, the bodies of two saints that he had actually persecuted and killed. So that's definitely an irony is that Diocletian's uh, tomb is now being used for the tomb of two saints. Yeah. There's a lot of ironies here, really. Yeah, it's a very ironic city. <laughs> yes, it's very ironic. We also walked up to the top of the hill uh, and there's a zoo up there and an observatory and you can really see the town from there. And we got rained on a lot too. But it is such a beautiful town that uh, I don't think people think of, when they think of Europe, they don't necessarily think of Split first. They think of, you know, London and Paris, which we've been to, but they don't think of Split. And um, I think maybe they should, they, because if this really has so much history. If you're a history buff, you definitely need to see this place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this place has, uh, has a lot of history, mainly because of the Roman Empire. So you have all of that history there. Um, you know, you have one of the emperors, Diocletian, uh, living here. You know, I didn't even realize this, but the French, they occupied for a couple of years. You had the Austrians, the French, the Italians. Yeah. You, it was part of the Byzantine Empire for a while. Yeah. They, they, this place is really traded hands. I think that if I played my cards right, I might be able to own it as well and just occupy it and say, this is now my country. Ha uh ha. -huh. I'm kidding. It's true, but it has been under a lot and a lot of uh, rule, uh, a lot of different rulers, different... Uh, yeah, different governments, different empires. It's a 
it was a crazy place and you get all of that influence here uh, i mean we were talking with uh, we were talking with a tour guide here and really dalmatia which is where split is it's a part of croatia it's very different from the rest of croatia that is true it's different from uh, other places uh it, it really is something that you just have to come to see for yourself yeah and speaking of changing hands uh the it's part of the eu now and they are switching to the euro at the end of the year really so yeah yeah well you missed this and we should also explain why you missed the tour what happened to you Aiden? oh um i i fell very badly and i hurt my my knee and i couldn't walk we thought that you were going to have to go see a doctor. Yes. And then I remember that you were 17 and 17-year-olds 17 heal very fast. Yes, we did. And then the next day you were that. fine. Two days later. I was okay, two days, whatever. Yeah. It's 24 hours between friends, right? Anyway, you couldn't go on this tour with us, which is too bad. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Aiden uh, does not like historical tours very much. They're just slightly boring to me. Slightly. Just, just slightly. slightly, yes. Well, yeah, I would rather, uh, I don't know, watch 100, you know. So let's talk about food then, because is food something you like? Yes. What's the food situation like here in Split? Um, I think you'd be surprised by the food options you'd find here. <laughs> surprised positively or negatively? Okay, okay. If you have a very negative perception of the options than positive. And if you have a very positive, then I have no idea where I was going. I don't know where you're going with that either. If, if you expect nothing from Croatia when it comes to food, I think you'd be surprised if you expect the same amount as Europe, you would be sorely Yeah, it's not Paris, mistaken. right? Yes. So we expected nothing because we were like, Croatia? What's Croatia? You know, we're, we're like, uh, you know, we, we thought of it the same as like North Macedonia, which... Who yeah, it's, it's Eastern Macedonia? Europe, yeah, right, exactly. Like, oh, what is this? Um, but if you come here, you'll, you'll find some some good uh, food options. We've, we've been able to eat just fine. They, uh, you know, they have decent pizza, which we, we tend to Very like. Good. They have a couple of uh, malls. I think we visited every mall in We visited Split. every mall. We visited the Joker Center. We visited the city center mall and the uh mall of split yes well when you live here that's really you, you would go there they're we thought one of them had an I, yeah we thought one of them had an ikea but it didn't they really have an, they have an ikea showroom <laughs> yeah right um yeah. i i think that you have to look really hard also to find good groceries mm -hmm. um the uh the groceries the grocery stores here are small yeah. they have everything that you have to have but they're not really like u.s grocery stores like whole foods or um uh you know sprouts. costco or sprouts yeah Publix, <laughs> safeway yeah it's even safeway safeway would be considered a big grocery store here. it would yeah yeah even the small safeways that you find in like alaska like well no there's no small safeway in alaska i i take that back but anyway even small safeways um this place has really small grocery stores. Yes, smaller than in France. And France had some small grocery stores as well. Yes, but the small grocery stores there were very specialized. Yes. So you could just walk in a one block you know, radius and find everything that you needed. Yeah. But here, all of the grocery stores are small and they sell the exact same things. That's right. Uh, and it's you know uniquely Croatian. And we're actually starting to really understand the Croatian mindset. People here are very 
proud to be Croatian. And I found out from our tour guide that the reason why they're so proud is because they've been invaded so many times and they still manage to keep their national identity. So when you say, you know, I'm Croatian, people are just very enthusiastic about being Croatian because they survived all of these occupations plus communism, plus the Romans, and I mean, just everyone. So that's why Croatians are so happy to be Croatian. I would be too. But Croatians are also very friendly. Like these are the friendliest people that I think I've met in all of Europe. They really, they smile a lot. They want you to be happy. They will do almost anything to make you happy. Mm. It's been really great to, I, I feel good talking to people here. Yeah. Um, but it still is, you know, the place that we're in is still, like we said last week, it's still a little bit of a communist throwback and it's not the most modern, um, but the people are very nice. Yeah, and I would say, you know, to that, we said this in the last podcast, if you just decide not to rent outside of the center of the city, you'll be you're good. fine. You're good. Speaking of which, our question of the week, which I have to repeat again, is tell me about your very favorite fall trip. Where did you go? What did you do? And would you recommend it to someone else? I would love to know because we are right now planning some of our fall trips. And we'd love to know, especially if you're in Europe or the Middle East, which is where we are right now. Let us know where you want. It's time for your comments. Last week I asked, have you ever visited a city that's offered both a positive and a negative experience? And you had a lot to say about that. Yes. Janet says, New Delhi or pretty much any city in India, you step out of a nice hotel and you see people living under tarps, including the cows. Okay, Janet, we have not been to India yet. But it's on our list, so maybe we will have a chance to see the duality of India. Betty says, Belfast, we saw a castle and recently bombed out homes on the same street. The tour guide described it as a little trouble last week. <laughs> can, can I do that in, a little trouble in last Irish week. accent. A little trouble last ah, yes. week. <laughs> that sounds like big trouble. Patrick says, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Great place to visit. Wouldn't want to live there. No, he didn't say that. He said, great shops, theater, events, and food won't go back because of traffic and increased crime. You know, that reminds me of the summer that I lived uh, on Taylor Street in Little Italy. And we lived right across from this bar where there were these mafia guys that would come uh, and, uh, and they would have, it was called the Rosebud Cafe, and they would go and have dinner. Someone named History Chef says, Frankfurt, in fact, most cities in Germany, uh, Frankfurt has a small historic region, but is mostly modern commercial center. You know, I used to live in Frankfurt when I was in Germany on my Fulbright years and years ago. And yeah, it is kind of, it's a little bit depressing parts of Frankfurt are, but I love the food there. Then again, I like German food, so whatever. Mickey says Reno, Nevada. Okay. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. we lived in Reno, Nevada. I can I can attest to this. Wait, wait, One, hang on. Wait, before before let me tell you what Mickey said. Let me said. just assume what she's about to say. Let, let me. Well, guess well, okay, say. guess. Okay, she's gonna say okay. Half of it is a fiery blaze, and then the second you get into the city, it's a concrete jungle, and there's not enough to be set afire. Uh, Mickey says on the surface, it's known for three things: a facsimile of Las Vegas. True. Divorces. Yes. <laughs> And its proximity to Tesla's Gigafactory. But she says parts of Reno are picturesque and charming. There's also a good food scene, some lovely homes, decent university, beautiful rolling hills, and it's close to Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe has the best skiing ever. Wait, 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 wait. Is, does it, 
if, if that's the if that's the good part, does that mean the bad part was being close to the Gigafactory and divorce? Well, divorce is that okay? That's a bad I, thing. I don't know. But you know, okay. If you if you go out into the suburban areas of Reno, you will realize that it is actual hell on earth because the shrub gets so dry there that every single yeah, summer, well, you know, we were there constantly and, on fire. And we were just there during a really bad time in the summer of 2020 when. Uh, the, well, I it was basically was the hills a, were on fire. Everything was a fiery blaze at that time. But if but, you come back though in um, January or February and you go skiing, and I know you love to ski, yes, you will love Reno. It is awesome. Like Tahoe, yeah. Yeah, a little cold. Yep, but there was a big contrast between the middle of the city and the suburbs, which is where we were for a while. Our last comment is from Karen. She says, this seems rather obvious, but when I visited East and West Berlin, the differences couldn't have been more extreme. From the cultural and bustling island of West Berlin to the dark, drab, communist East Berlin. I found that black and white film best depicted East Berlin. And you know, I did visit uh, West Berlin in um, 1974, in the old days. And uh, I remember we actually were able to go into East Berlin. And I remember the contrasts even back then. I was very young, but I still remember it. And now when you go back there, of course, there's no contrast. It's all Berlin and it's all very, you know, Berlin. What can I say? Berlin. Berlin bleibt doch Berlin. Didn't uh, uh, Kennedy say that? The, uh, no, ich bin ein Berliner. He did say that yeah, he was a jelly when, donut at some point. But no, 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 because even then they, they knew Berliner meant, je, uh, didn't mean jelly donut, it mean a person from Berlin. And, um, I mean, look, if you're a person from Hamburger, you're a Hamburger. Yes, you are. So it's a and, Hamburger. So it means both things. It does. So, so when people say, oh, he said, I'm a jelly donut. Oh, it's so funny. He's saying both things. That's like saying, oh, it sounded like that guy said pee-pee, even though he's talking about the orange drink from Croatia. There is an orange drink in Croatia yeah. called pee-pee. There it's is. P-I-P-I. And the thing is, we were, we were at a, we were, it tastes good first Yeah, of it's all, not bad. But we were at a restaurant. I'm like, can I get some pee-pee? <laughs> And our waitress said, oh, yeah, I can get you some pee-pee. Do you want a glass with your pee-pee? And I said, yes, I would love a glass she with said, my pee-pee. Would you like some ice in your pee-pee? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't but okay. they pronounce it pee-pee. Yes, funny. it's P-I-P-I. I just want to make every, yeah, everyone yeah. Really clear. It's P-I-P-I. Yeah, okay. it's worse that it's an orange, uh, yellowish I know. Well, I know, I know. Yeah. But that's the duality of Croatia for that you is, right there. Yes. It's been so much fun sharing our adventures in Split. We are off to um, Dubrovnik next week. And yep. uh, that's the place where a lot of tourists go as well. Uh, and we are going to explore Croatia even more. I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself, but Dubrovnik's next. And uh, I can't wait to tell you what happens there. And in the meantime, have a great week, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Yep, thank you very much. See you. See ya. See ya.